Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. All right. If you were listening to Blaze Radio moments ago, you just heard the yeah. end of Jeffy's show was, you can, you know, I'm and sorry, then it was, was over. It? You can, you know. He was in the middle of a thought. He was in the middle of a sentence and it just ended. Uh, I think you could have found a better... I don't know. It was Jeffy. Jumping off place Do to we, finish his show there. Are I we don't. confident that what followed was epic as far as... No. I'm certainly not confident in that. Mm-hmm. But uh, maybe we could have found a better stopping place before so, or after. I again, what was the last yeah. thing he said? You can, you know. You can, you, you know. know. Well, we'll have to ask him when he's in here yeah. on Wednesday. What, what did you mean by you can, you know, to end your show? Sure was a deep thought, Jeffy. Expound now that you have time. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know where I don't they... I know what uh, happened there. Obviously, he didn't He didn't end the show like that. Well, do we whoever, know that? You can, you know. I'm pretty sure. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Uh, all right. Welcome to another week, another Monday. And as I say that, it'll just... Bam! It'll be Friday, and we'll be saying it's the end of the week. Uh, it, it goes by that fast. But here we are at the start, uh, and that means a brand new Pat Gray bingo card, which uh, starts in the upper left-hand corner with the Soviet national anthem. Mm. Which, if you're not familiar, sounds a little something like this. <laughs> That's beautiful. Very stirring. Mm. By the way, if people want to play, you go to at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Pinned to the top, there is the bingo card for the week. All play right. along, and then if you mm-hmm. get bingo, you call us at 888-900-3393. You'll win $35 to spend at patheadshop.com. Awesome. That, yeah. That's exactly how it works. Like, you know. Wait. Mm-hmm. What, how does Jeffy? You can, you know. You, you can, you know. Uh, the traffic and weather, traffic and weather together, every whatever. Uh, this. Let me make it very clear. George poor Bush. people aren't necessarily killers. Let me make it very clear. Poor people. Just because you happen to be not rich doesn't mean you're willing to kill. <laughs> poor people aren't necessarily killers. Just because you happen to be not rich doesn't mean that you're... You're going to murder people. <laughs> I mean, you probably will. Probably. Uh, obviously, you probably will because you're poor and maybe they're not and you're pissed. And so you go ahead and kill them. So usually poor poor people are killers. It's just that not necessarily. Not necessarily killers. Not all of them. Right. <clears throat> then our next square is uh, how old were you then? Whatever the, that is. Uh, Jeffy, good luck, God bless. Oh, not the... Uh... You know? No, not... Uh, you can... You know. <laughs> Maybe it'll be another time. Yeah, some other time. Uh, then we've got uh, the next line. Uh, documentary, movie, or TV show. <laughs> Keith, that's a good take. That's a good take. Despicable, mm-hmm. which is almost a free square. Yeah, a lot of Democrats in yeah, the news today. A lot, lot of despicable things going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I, I love this from Joe Biden. Um, buy a shotgun. Buy a shotgun. Right. Buy a shotgun. Buy a shotgun. Buy a shotgun. Uh huh. Buy a shotgun. Okay. Yeah, that's perfect solution. Uh, Glenn wasting extra letters in his name. <laughs> the good one. Yeah, you know, the, the unnecessary second N. Right. No rhyme or reason for it. There's just two N's when one would do. Mm-hmm. Somewhere out there. Glenn Campbell was perfectly happy with yep. just the one N. He may do. He did. Huh. He did. Uh, then we've got uh, Barack oh, no. Obama. Oh, no. Uh, 
see. Just to muck and fudge must hate us making a card with an Obama clip in it. Right? I mean, that's from a long time ago. Yeah. Let me just see if I can find it because okay. this is an old clip and I'm not really sure where it is okay. uh, or what I named it. If people haven't noticed, you now have two okay. uh, of the magic oh, boxes yeah. over there. Two magic there. boxes. That's pretty cool. Indeed. Uh, so we've doubled your fun. <laughs> They end up taking up a hospital bed. Right. It costs when if you when, they just gave you, just, you gave them you gave treatment them, early. Right. And, and they got uh, they some got treatment. A, some treatment. And a and then a breathalyzer. Breathalyzer <laughs> or an inhalator or an inhalator. <laughs> Not a breathalyzer. Not a breathalyzer or an inhalator. Yeah. Does he make asthmatics <laughs> walk like down the street on a line there, <laughs> Obama? Uh, yeah, for the breathalyzer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, or an inhalator. Uh-huh. They take a breathalyzer test or an inhalator test. <laughs> now touch your nose. <laughs> of course, it's. Uh, I believe he was thinking about inhaler. Right. Maybe. Sure. Then we got Tito Marlin, Tito Marlin and Jermaine <laughs> fitting into somebody's family. Probably not the Jackson Five. Good stuff. We're all in this together. Uh-huh. It's a center square this time. Uh, break it to us gentler. Mm-hmm. Then we've got the Elite Bike Squad. Oh, shoot. I didn't tell Mark's in for Rob. Okay. I didn't yeah. tell him to have that ready. So we may not be able to show that to you right this yeah, second. Yeah, so when you see the Miami Police Bike Squad unit. They roll up, and then one of them almost falls off his bike. Move back. Move back. And they leave it. They, just, they leave it. That's ah, good. Go. Let's go. <laughs> it may That's be fine. the funniest clip without trying to be. It's crazy. That we've ever played. Uh, Gadfly Pat. Oh, that's you. Neighborhood yeah, that's, Gadfly. That's me. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Hillary Cackle. Oh. <laughs> uh, sounds like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, this one was actually deemed quite a bit worse. <laughs> From Kamala. Hillary. Kamala. Hillary. Kamala. Hillary. Uh-huh, yeah. All right. So you get the, you get the idea. Uh, get your kid checked out. <laughs> Uh, that's almost a free square, too. Uh-huh. Jeffy excuses something shady. Uh, Pat Shriek. I can't take it! Oh, yeah. That's coming today, I promise you. <laughs> uh, Keith tries to make plans with Pat outside of work. Yeah, maybe this week we could do something. Yeah, maybe. Uh, maybe we'll Get see. out of here early enough? Yeah. You hang out? Yeah. The road situation is just too difficult. It'll be in the infrastructure Never been able to overcome that. Nah, this time they're going to fix it. Then we've got, uh, since the time of Xerxes... <laughs> Uh, Gadon, the American. Oh, no. Miss him. Pull every last him. one of your soldiers, spies, security, security advisors, trainers, attaches, hairdressers, and so on. Interior decorator. Every Muslim land All from Afghanistan, Afghanistan to Zanzibar. From Afghanistan to Zanzibar. Who calls Afghanistan Afghanistan? I've told you this before that mm. for years. I thought it was some little country that I'd never oh, heard really? of. Yeah. And only recently did wow. I realize dude was trying to say Afghanistan. Yeah. What? Amazing. Amazing. Uh, then we have Pat Sings. And to round it out, Whoopi saying... Let's get out of my behind. Mm-hmm. Get out of my vagina. Get out of here. Not a problem. I was going to say, would anybody see that episode and think, oh, Really? Oh, come oh no. Come on now. That's way too disappointing. We've all been oh, counting. I was planning on and both those things. And mm. now, no? Are you mm. sure? Okay. Oh. All right. <laughs> Ick. All right. Yeah. Uh, 888-900-3393 uh, will be the number to call when you see all of those, you know, spaces filled in a certain 
manner. And stuff. <laughs> yeah. Either uh, across, down, or diagonal. Okay. All right. All right. So there you have it. Now, the first 100 days of the Biden presidency, have they been marvelous? <laughs> have you been really excited about him? <clears throat> I know I have been. His approval is one of the lowest in modern history. And uh, the economic marks are bad for a brand new president. But uh, ABC News Washington Post poll, which was conducted from April 18th to the 21st, so just last week, found Biden's approval rating stands at a paltry 52%, way below expectations that Democrats had for a new president. In fact... Biden's approval rating is lower than any president at 100 days in office since 1945, according to ABC News. Only Gerald Ford, who was obviously publicly damaged uh, by his decision to pardon Nixon. Only he uh, and Donald Trump had lower approval ratings for their first 100 days. So Donald did as well. Hmm. Uh, still, Biden is uh, Biden's fifty-two percent is ten points ten points higher than Trump's forty-two percent. Hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, how do you claim then it's the lowest since nineteen forty-five? If that's weird, it yeah. wasn't the lowest in the last five years. So they started doing the poll in forty-five. Yeah, and yeah, that, I don't understand that. It's strange. Who wrote this? Uh, AP. Mm-mm. Oh. No, I. Oh, no. Just say AP did it. Yeah, the AP. I'm pretty sure. You think it was the AP that wrote this one? Pretty sure the AP did it. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Overall, the average approval rating for the 14 (laughs) presidents. Here's the average approval rating. Okay, here we go. From Harry Truman to Biden, for the first 100 days in office, 66%. That's 14 points higher than Biden's is right now. honeymoon period. Yeah, right. Because you're just... Everybody wants the best for their president, right? And, And even... When you didn't vote for the guy, you, you want to give him the benefit of the doubt. Well, he blew that out of the water for everybody uh, on the right. Yeah, and I will say that Biden's approval rating, higher than the percentage <clears throat> of votes he got. True. Looking at the old uh, True 2020 that. election results. True so congratulations that. to him for taking it up a percent. Yeah. There are some who love him, though. Uh, yeah. Uh, this is a... Uh, and I got a strange uh, tweet out from Chucky e. Schumer. Oh yeah, during the Oscars night. last night. Oh, this was. He's he he's photographed himself watching the Oscars. I guess. Uh huh. Look at that. Excited to be watching the Oscars with an ice cold plant based beer. What? And then, oh, he's, then he thanks think, Joe Biden. I don't understand any of that. What does that mean? I mean, do you have cow lard beer in your refrigerator huh. right now? I don't. I don't have any meat-based beer in my fridge. Never have, but uh, I certainly, uh, even if I, even if I did drink beer, yeah. it, it wouldn't be meat-based. Why is he thinking Joe Biden too? I don't know. It's That's just really weird. And it looks so natural every time there's a beer involved with a politician. Isn't it the most natural thing you've ever seen? Yes. Oh yeah, my goodness, we got uh, yeah, who sets a sets up a chair. Like that kind of uncomfortable chair. Seriously. Right in, directly in front of their TV set. Is this 1958? <laughs> what are you doing? Do you not have a couch, Chucky? <laughs> Come on. Come on, man. Come on, it's man. It's weird looking. And, Very and weird. Get used to this plant-based stuff because now, you know, meat is the devil. Yeah. Meat is is They're the really, worst thing. Really make it a push on that. And I've noticed 
the term plant-based mm-hmm. is everywhere now. Plant-based. Uh, okay. If it's if it's plant-based, it's not meat. So it's and barley. They keep saying plant-based meat. No, it's it's not meat. Yeah. Okay. That's but, not. But like the beer that he just had, what is he insinuating that it doesn't normally come from barley? It's just weird. It's so very I strange. Don't know. I don't know. Uh, but then we have this woman, uh, this girl, telling us uh, <laughs> why eating meat. Yeah. Here we go. It's not just bad for the environment. Yeah. What else? You know, it's also, of course, racist. Scraps oh. that no one yeah. wanted. Chitterlings. Oh, slaves had to eat now scraps. that black people have overcome slavery, mm. they developed a rich barbecue culture okay. to make up for all the meat-eating that they lost out on. Mm. So mm-hmm. when you go to the store and you buy a piece of meat as a white person, right. you are actively taking away a piece of meat that could be being enjoyed by a survivor of ancestral slavery. Wait, Eating what? meat is not only racist, what? but it's also anti-Semitic. During the Holocaust, uh-huh. Jews did not get to eat meat in labor camps. Jews didn't eat meat. They ate potato they soup, ate. Okay. which yeah. would spill on their bodies. It would spill on their bodies and burn them. Giving them infections. Gave them infections, Now, Jews survivors eat a lot of meat. Brisket. Brisket. Uh-huh. Just let them have that. Stop appropriating. <laughs> God, I mean, that. come on. Justin. Oh, my god. Hey, what's up, man? Justin's a brother. I just want to go uh-huh. ahead and publicly apologize for every hamburger I've ever eaten um, and my racist tendencies in that respect. So please mm-hmm. accept my public apology, sir. Yeah, it's accepted. Oh, my gosh. You're, you're making a mockery out of actual racism. That when, when you start to do this, that every stupid thing you do, right? everything you do in life is racist, <laughs> then it, it negates all racism, doesn't it? Stop doing this. There are actual racists in this country and on this planet and we should deal with their racist tendencies stop making everything about it because it isn't eating meat that's that's uh jewish culture appropriation eating meat come on like nobody ate meat before the jews after 1945 okay just asinine asinine hi Help us. Where do these people come from? How do they how do they finish a post like that and they go, Yeah, yeah, people are gonna love this. Mm-hmm. This is going viral, man. Yeah. This is going viral. I am so smart today. Man, I'm I've just uh, outwitted the entire meat eating population of this planet. They're gonna be ashamed of themselves after they see this. I, that, that, <laughs> that 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 right there is just a product of our <clears throat> government schools. Wow. Uh, that is frightening. Uh, let me tell you about real estate agents I trust. Uh, dot com. If you're trying to uh, move and you're you know selling your house and you're buying a new house in a in a different area, you're relocating. Some might call that. <laughs> and then you need a realtor. <laughs> is that the word you're going? Yeah, okay. yeah. Right. It's, it's a complex word, and not a lot of people have heard it or used it. Uh, so I thought I'd toss it out. Maybe you're relocating to a new area. You need a realtor you can trust. Somebody who knows the area, knows what people are looking for in buying a home. Uh, Somebody who can help you get the most money out of your home purchase. Uh, And that's where real estate agents I trust come in. These are qualified uh, agents. They're the best in their area. They have the best uh, track records and the best marketing plans. And they're fans of the show. That's one of the requisites. So that you've got things in common with them right from the start. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com. The name really says it all. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. 
Pat Gray Unleashed. Okay. New Stanford study out on masks. You're going to wish you'd been wearing yours the whole time. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Yeah. You're probably, you're probably infected right now because of your uh, non-mask wearing habits. Probably. Or if you're not, you're about to be because, uh, wow, does it make a difference? Stanford <laughs> quietly. I love that. Stanford quietly published a study that found uh, that paper masks don't help at all in preventing transmission of COVID-19. I'm sorry, Pat Gray says that? No, uh, the Stanford University study says that. That crazy right-wing school? Yeah, yes. Uh, leftist outlets such as Twitter are working hard to hide the study <laughs> from the American people. The study was uh, was posted to the National Center for Biological Information government website. <laughs> so they had to publish it somewhere, and they just quietly... Who's going to go to the uh, National Center for Biological Information government website? Keith did. Okay, but... It's bookmarked on my laptop right here. Actually. Okay. One key part of the study notes, the data suggests that both medical and non-medical face masks are ineffective of viral infections, uh, infectious diseases such as SARS-CoV-2 and COVID-19. Hmm. Huh. Same conclusion that almost every single <laughs> mask study done to date has come up with. Thank you. <clears throat> Again, this isn't... Uh, you know, BYU, it's not uh, the Heritage Foundation. It's Stanford University. Stanford from the Pac-12. <laughs> to the, recap, masks don't work. They don't, they don't have, they're not effective at all, it said. According not to Stanford. effective at all, <laughs> which is what they told us in the beginning, really. Even Fauci said, you know, that's not what masks do. They're not for that, really, and we don't need to wear them. And now, all of a sudden, they're they're the be-all and end-all of uh, preventing death in this country. How many times have we been told, uh, wear masks so you can save lives? Well, it's not saving anybody's life. I bet it's taken more lives than it's saved. Yeah, we've said for the past year plus... Good luck with your lung issues you're going to have down the line if you right. start wearing these every day. Right. And sure enough, I mean, you're, this is filth. You are, every intake of air that you have is breathing in what you just exhaled. It's madness, man. It's crazy. It really is crazy. Uh, also last week, this is kind of fun. <laughs> they got a shot of the world leaders that were all on this conference call. Oh, yeah. We're going to save the world. Uh-huh. environmental bullcrap. Right. right, and so they had this environmental bullcrap meeting <laughs> online. You can't get together because uh, it's way too dangerous. Sure. And so they didn't. They did it online. Plus, they're saving the planet by not flying somewhere. Oh, thankfully. Yeah, so good for them. Uh, see, one of these people <laughs> just don't seem to belong. One of these is not like, <laughs> like the, the other. others. <laughs> Take a look at this. Can, uh, can you find the person who doesn't really fit here? 
Well, let's see. Mm. There's multiple mm. communists in the screen. All right. There's men. There's mm-hmm. women. There's men and women. Okay. Uh, okay. There's uh, so that's not it. Well, one dude uh, doesn't have a flag behind him. Is that who you're talking about? Uh, Norway's guy. <laughs> Is that not the one you're going no, for? There's a couple people without flags behind. Oh him. yeah. Okay. Good uh, point. Yeah. You might shoot. You might notice that no one has a mask on. Oh. Except. Except. Wait. What? I'm stumped. Who? Uh, Joe Biden from the United States of America. What? Yeah, there he is. He's wearing a stupid mask An idiot. on a video conference. Hey, moron. Why is he doing that? He's virtual, virtue signaling. That's why he's doing that. <laughs> I mean, look at that. Even Trudeau doesn't have not a mask Not wearing on. a mask. Vladimir Putin not wearing oh, a mask. Man. Nobody's wearing masks <laughs> except this buffoon who still needs to prove that he's legally alive. And he's not yet done that. I'm serious. You better be holding up a newspaper with a date on it real soon, Joe. Right? Come on. Because <laughs> uh, we're not buying it. Are you excited, though? Wednesday night's a big uh, State of the Union whatever speech he's got going on. Wait, we haven't done the State of the Union yet? Well, I we already did what, it, right? No, Didn't we do he, that? He hasn't done it. No. Wait, he hasn't done it still? Right? This is his first big joint Congress speech. Is it really? I'm pretty sure, yeah. And I guarantee you he was going to do it on Thursday night, 100 days in office, mm-hmm. but uh, he knows he'll get his butt kicked by the NFL draft. Oh, yeah. 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 So, well, yeah, the NFL is. draft is, um, everybody's looking forward to that. So his stupid rambling, uh, no one is looking forward to day that. Day 99. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. So Wednesday night mm-hmm. is... Is that right? It, yeah, it seems gonna, like we already did the State of the Union. It's going to basically be a speech where he, you know what it's going to be like? It's going to be like listening to LBJ's Great Society speech. Let me tell you all the ways we're going to bankrupt your children, your grandchildren, your great-grandchildren. Hell, the next 10 generations all in this speech. That's what we're going to get Wednesday night. Jeez. Yep, it sure is the, the his first State of the Union address, which is normally held in February, mm-hmm. and for some reason he's waiting waited yeah. until April twenty eighth. Well, when you're hiding your your candidate there, can you imagine him speaking for an hour? That's the one thing I'll be looking forward to. Is there's going to be some prime fun from that speech? There's going to be, I mean, how many times will he melt down? Or will they save his medication for right before the State of the Union that day? He won't appear anywhere else right. saying anything else. They'll give him the shot or the pill right before his State of the Union. He'll, he'll do it the whole thing. He'll do the whole thing without, uh, without any stumbling. Yeah, and we'll get about an hour in, and then he'll start screwing up. Mm-hmm. He'll start messing up and bumbling. Going to be interesting to see mm-hmm. if he can hold it all together for an hour. Because usually the speeches are about that. They're about an hour long. And I can't imagine him doing an hour speech I live. Think that the Republican rebuttal or response is going to be Tim Scott, South Carolina senator. I'm pretty sure that's right. So that's a good choice. Should be interesting for the racist uh, Republican Party. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's a good choice. <laughs> They'll never see it coming. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, all right, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Hard to believe. I, I was thinking that. Uh, I don't know. I must be thinking of some other speech. I really thought he'd already done that, but uh, apparently not. He took. Uh, he did a. Uh, he did a an address. Remember that? Yeah. But 
I don't know. So so if, if we're at uh, day 97, right? 365 times 4. I mean, we got a long way to go, y'all. <laughs> Oof. I forget it. You just said it last week sometime. 14, it's, yeah. So it's a lot. Yeah, 14. It's a lot. It's not even worth it. We're about 1360 to go. Mm-hmm. This is not. Some of those days might be better, though, because we'll have a midterm election in between there. And I really think, I hope and pray, mm-hmm. Republicans take back uh, the majority in both houses. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. By the way, uh, black businesses, black business owners, near George Floyd Square are pleading for help right now. Um, They're operating, they operate on the corner of 38th Street, Chicago Avenue, known as uh, George Floyd Square. They're struggling to stay open because of rampant crime and police have blocked off the intersection, creating a dangerous autonomous zone. Mm. Oh, there's, oh good, I didn't realize the whole thing was an autonomous zone. That's good. That's kind of become a thing now in America, huh? Sure has. Wow. Yeah, there's autonomous zones in every major city almost. Now. I want my great. yard to be an autonomous zone. I don't want to pay property tax in oh, the state my. of Texas. Oh, my. I'm kind of getting sick of that myself. So uh, how about we just... Way sick of that. Right? I spe- uh, you can't imagine how sick I am oh, of that. I, oh, as, as, as a homeschooling parent, I sure can imagine, Pat. Wow. <laughs> Yeah. This mm. is, uh... Anyway, continue. Anyway. <laughs> the owner of uh, Smoke in the Pit said, The city left me in danger. They locked us up on here and left us behind. That's great. Wow. Yep. So Several no. stores on the block are boarded up. Uh, many owners and workers were afraid to comment about the situation due to fear of reprisal. Look around. Things are empty, Richard Roberts said. Uh, he works at a nearby church what can we do about it left-wing militants have reportedly been patrolling the autonomous zone around floyd memorial and business owners say crime has spiraled out of control as a result huh a gofundme page has been created to help the owners mitigate uh all of these losses they've lost 75 percent of their revenue since the memorial was established 75 percent you can't stay in business like that Mm mm-mm no way. No, and th- and let's go back to property taxes for a second. You know, I'm upset that I pay into a school system that I am not allowed access to. These business owners should refuse to pay property tax mm. because they're not getting any kind of police protection. Right. And of course, what will happen is it'll be repossessed. Following the killing of uh, George Floyd and the reduction of the Minneapolis Police Department, there's been uncontrollable crime in this city. Uh, Carjack. Carjackings have nearly tripled, and cars and catalytic converters are being stolen at high rates. Catalytic converters are being stolen? Oh, That's strange. Yeah, that's like a thing now. Why? Um, what was the reasoning for that? I don't know, but it's happening in parking lots all over the place. That's really weird. Yeah, there's... I hadn't heard of that it, before. Yeah, it's, it's a thing. Reports of bullets whizzing through the streets, businesses, innocent, unintended residents' homes into cars and walls are plentiful. There's constant gunfire day and night through all seasons, despite the belief that winter would slow crime and gunfire. It has not. In fact, these black businesses have suffered a similar fate, having windows shot out from random gunfire, cars stolen, customers not patronizing businesses due to fear of violence. Uh, it's just a mess. It's a mess for them. 
the uh, the page, the GoFundMe page, also stated that the black-owned businesses have become a sacrificial lamb of Black Lives Matter movement, and that in the fight for justice, we must not forget the fight of economic justice of one, of a once thriving community. Police have said they're planning to send more support to the area, but so far they haven't. And uh, these autonomous zones, I mean, a lot of times the mayors of the cities won't let them. The governors of the states won't let them. So what are they supposed to do? And they claim in these communities that they don't want the police there. Oftentimes. But I'll bet these black owners do. Any of these businesses in question here in this autonomous zone, do they have the well health safety seal going for them? <laughs> it's a good question. I don't know. Those are probably the only ones thriving. Yeah. The ones with the well health safety seal. Yeah. Because we know how important that can be. Sure. And how important it is. Mm-hmm. Which is why we proudly display ours. We got ours on the door here. Yeah. Um, how much did that run us? I think, was it $4,700? $4,700 yeah. to get certified. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> I don't know. Somewhere between nothing and $4,700. Somewhere between. It's a lot, though. I know that. It was so last week. I can't remember. <laughs> yep. How old were you last week? I How mean, come old on. were you last week? Triple <laughs> More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. He's Pat Gray. He's unleashed, and he's on the blades. Got some tweets here from Bivital Bifurcated Fish Star. I'd absolutely be willing to bet Jeffy intentionally edit, ended his show with, you can, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's possible, actually. Uh-huh. <laughs> Evil Puppy Lover tweets, I'd play bingo more uh, if you were to give away a car. Just saying. Oh, Mm. Like this? I'm just saying, if we if we had a car, if we had the budget to give away a car, we wouldn't need to do bingo. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably wouldn't probably wouldn't happen. Uh, Burgermeister Meister Biden tweets: Who sets up a chair that close to a TV? A five year old watching Saturday morning cartoons, maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Oh, Chuck, it's unbelievable. <clears throat> Anti-Fauxist. Apparently, Chucky had been eating Soylent beer this whole time. <laughs> Soylent beer. I like that. Uh, Libertarian Ninja tweets, cows are herbivores. Mm. Doesn't that make all beef plant-based? Thank you. Good point. Thank you. Excellent point. Uh, by the way, Portland Mayor Ted Wheeler has finally, apparently, had enough of Antifa radicals. Hmm. Isn't that interesting? Uh, I thought he already said this, didn't he? Maybe it was Seattle's mayor that finally had enough in Seattle. Uh, but I thought Ted Wheeler had made that case before, and now he's making it again because they continue to burn that city to the ground. They continue to ruin businesses and ruin lives and continue to riot, cause havoc. Uh, I would say after a year or more, and really, in Portland, this kind of stuff was going on even before yeah. George Floyd. Um, that, that city is out of control. So uh, Wheeler has just let them riot pretty much uh, nonstop. But now he says he's not going to take it anymore. Oh, really? He put out a video announcement that's essentially a call to action for the general public. Let's make them hurt a little bit, he said. 
I've extended the state of emergency through the weekend. Our job is to unmask them, arrest them, and prosecute them. Huh? Yeah, you think? I want to personally thank neighbors, friends, family, and others who have come forward with vital evidence. People know who these criminals are. They know what they're up to. If you have any information, please contact police. Acting Chief Davis will provide specifics shortly. Yeah, you might want to station some police, I don't know, in these areas where these riots occur and arrest them while they're doing it. And then you'll know who they are. Right? I mean, maybe you stop them from breaking in and looting businesses. Just a thought. Um, so he said, I also want to know that these people... Also, I also want you to know that these people often arrive at their so-called direct actions in cars, and they're all dressed in all black. If you see this, call the police. If you can provide a license plate, if you can do so safely, that information can help later. Together, we can make a stand. We're doing what we can today. I'm also asking for your help to make a stand and take our city back. Why did it take over a year to do this. How, how have you let this go on all of this time? He's not good at his job. How has this guy not been forced out of office? Recalled or impeached or whatever you do to a sitting mayor. Get him out. He is ridiculous. Such a direct and confrontational message that the uh, Portland mayor is putting out. Rioting has been at the forefront of concern Uh, in the aftermath of the Derek Chauvin trial. In the last week alone, Antifa burned an Apple store to the ground. Most recently during riots, after the state of emergency was declared, one of Antifa's people got physical with police officers, too. I mean, they're just, they're, they're despicable. They're absolutely despicable. And it really should have, should have been stopped, I don't know, the first time it started. They re-elected Ted Wheeler. In the middle of this, right? Yeah, last fall. Yeah, that is unbelievable. And so he's there for another four years at least. Oh my gosh, how do you do that? Congrats, Portland. Stick with what works, I guess. <laughs> A guy who has allowed your city to burn to the ground, who has allowed violence and chaos for all of that time up until the election, and then you reelect him? How can that be? Wow, that shows you that that city is just its a lost cause. I'd be for moving out of Portland if I was living there. That's for sure. I would have. Uh, I think I would have done that quite some time ago. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. We've got this uh, kid who has uh, oh, no. done a nice little tribute to Doctor Anthony Fauci that I think will will move you because of the job that he's done in the last year. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Fauci, give us vaccines, help all the people who have been quarantined. We'll wear our masks and we'll have to stay distant. We'll wash our hands and we'll be more resistant. Fauci, yes, promise us please. Mm. We'll have a cure that can fight off this disease. Restrictions will lift with some ease. Dr. Fauci, don't forget me. Oh, yeah. That's, that's great. Vaccinate New York. Thank you. Thank you very much. 
Rust's family must be proud. That's great. Oof. Of course, uh, Donald Trump, the person who kind of really was responsible for uh, making vaccines available in less than a year, gets no praise like that. Nobody's singing songs about him. That's painful. That's painful. uh, That is... uh, Painful. He's going to have a rough life. Thank you. Starting today. It's a good thing he's got a mask on because, you know, maybe people won't recognize him in person. <laughs> hey, aren't you that kid that did no. the... Uh, no, I'm not. You don't even know no. what I was going to say. No, I'm not. Aren't I'm you not the him. kid? I'm that... not. I've never... No. Uh, so, uh, no. But there was like back in... Nah, uh-uh. That's not me. 2021. That's... No, I wasn't. No. Song? Never. Mr. Can't remember Sandman. doing that. No. Uh, so, what do these vaccines do? Um... Let's take a look. Oh, I got a news report here. Does, yeah, what what does this vaccine do? This is going to be uh, clip maybe. number two, please. Worrying health officials who call mass vaccinations the only path to a return to normalcy. Almost four months into mm-hmm. the vaccination effort, providers are beginning to run out of people who want to be euthanized. Uh, immunized. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oopsie daisies. Yes. <laughs> They're running out of people who want to be euthanized? That's surprising. <laughs> That's surprising. A little Freudian stuff. <laughs> Was it? They're running out of people who want to be euthanized. I've, uh, vax, uh, vaccinized. No. Uh, uh, immunized. Uh, immuni- immuniz- uh, immunized, yes. Back to you in sports. <laughs> My gosh. This is... You want to be euthanized. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, I mean, just put me out of my misery, I, would you? I guess eventually you would run out of people to euthanize. You, Yes. I mean, eventually kinda... you'd... That's how that works. Yeah, immunized, euthanized. Sometimes it's the same thing. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Let me tell you about Rough Greens. Uh, I've been talking about this for a while now. It, Rough Greens is a supplement for your dog's food because your dog's food have used the dry kibble stuff. Uh, all of the good things in it, all of the living things that make him healthier, him or her. Uh, have been burned out of it in the sterilization process so that the uh, so the food will last two to three years on the grocery store shelf. But Rough Greens puts all of that stuff back, all of the vitamins and minerals, the probiotics and omega oils, uh, and your dog is going to be happier and friskier and, and healthier in the long run. Now, most dogs really love this stuff. Mine certainly does. She absolutely loves it. But apparently there are some dogs who take a while to get used to it. And so the first thing we want to find out so that we don't waste your money and your time is whether or not your dog uh, will like Rough Greens and will eat it. You can get a free bag of Rough Greens for your dog to try out right now. All you have to pay is shipping. Just go to roughgreens.com. That's R-U-F-F greens.com, roughgreens.com, or call 833-ROUGHDOG. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, there was a pathead who asked on Twitter if there was a uh, vaccine greeting card yet. <laughs> and the answer is yes. Of course there is. Of course there's a vaccine greeting card. You know, for something uh, so special and something so wonderful that people are just so excited about that they sing about it, they celebrate it. Uh, 
of course there has to be yeah, and it's three a for, greeting card. Three for $10, apparently, these uh, vaccine greeting cards. Huh. Yeah. Do we, do we have the picture? Can we uh, put the picture of the vaccine greeting? Look at that. Congrats on your vax. Give me the singing kid again. Is that Hallmark or who? who's doing it? I uh, wonder. Bromstad Printing. Okay, I love Bromstad Printing. Oh, yeah, tell me about Bromstad. What is it you love about Bromstad Printing? Uh, you know, just the really cool things they do on cards and stuff. Like, is there something that you really enjoy over the other ones? Well, like, uh, c- congrats on the Vax. It's just a short, sweet, wonderful message. Right, but you just that, said you love them, love which them. would... We were inferring yeah. you loved them before they came out. Well, with the I did. Card. It's, it's messages like that oh, okay. that are short and sweet and sure. to the point. You know, they do such a that's good. That's what job. I like. Don't they, they do over a there? Great the job, Bromstead. Yeah, they they do. <laughs> uh, Thomas Massey tweeted out, "Nothing to see here." <laughs> Former director of CDC is now CEO of the foundation that funds factcheck.org's vaccine fact checking program Uh oh roughly 15 percent of said foundation's assets are uh johnson and johnson stock oh no no Uh, look at this that doesn't seem to be a problem does it so the the fact checkers of any vaccination questions you have are funded by the vaccine holders that is something (laughs) bless your heart if you think factcheck.org is an unbiased source of vaccine information huh wow uh that's Interesting. Sure is. Also, at factcheck.org, we also received $53,501 from the Robert Wood Johnson Foundation. SciCheck's COVID-19 vaccination project is made possible by a grant from the Robert Wood Johnson Foundation. Uh, Richard Besser, MD, is president and CEO of the Robert Wood Johnson Foundation, the RWJF, as we like to call it. Sure a position he assumed in April 2017. Besser is the former acting director for the Centers of for C- the Disease Control and Prevention, so the CDC. Uh, it's all incestuous. My gosh. Yep. And it just keeps going. Yep. I mean, it just keeps going. Uh, and there's their investment in Johnson & Johnson stock uh, in 2010 and mm-hmm. 2018. Good stuff. So if you have any questions about the vaccine, be sure to go to that fact check because they're they're obviously neutral. Factcheck.org. And they uh all they're trying to do is get to the truth. That's all they want Mm -hmm. is to get to the truth. Isn't that isn't that wonderful? Hmm, Good. And make money. You know, somewhere along the way they wouldn't mind doing that. But uh I'm sure that those two things don't conflict at all. At all. Not at all. Uh also, the Biden administration working very hard for more abortions because we all know there there haven't been enough uh, babies killed since 1973. It's only 63 million. Um, three months into his presidency, Biden has begun to ramp up his administration's ambitious agenda on abortion access. Uh, last week, Biden reversed, of course, the Trump administration rule barring groups who provide abortions or abortion referrals from receiving government funding from Title X, the country's family planning program for low-income patients. When the domestic gag rule, as it was dubbed by abortion advocates, was introduced in 2019, Planned Parenthood responded by announcing they're just going to simply withdraw from uh, Title X. 
Uh, also, they loosened the restrictions around at-home medication abortions. I think we talked about this a little bit last week. Touched on the fact that uh, not only can you get the RU486 abortion pill in the United States of America and have been able to for years. I think uh, Obama's administration got that done. But you can also get it in the mail now. You don't even have to go to the doctor. They'll just send it right to you at your home. Wait a minute. It's so convenient. You just take that pill and, and kills the baby and fleshes it out of your body. I've so. got to walk from my front door to the mailbox, though, in order to kill the baby? We need to, we need to work on that. Right. We need to get somebody who will deliver it from your mailbox to your door. No, 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 no. To your hand. No, 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 no. Put it in your mouth. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> okay, yeah. I mean, that's it's only fair, right? Yeah, and I also want <laughs> um, filtered water uh, handed to me oh, as well. Oh, better than filtered. You want spring water. Spring water. Right? Well, I want the spring water I mean, that's the filtered. least we can do. And then you... Okay, yeah. The, well, the spring water has to be filtered because right. there's that bacteria in it that needs to come out. Actually, I want you to pour the water <laughs> into my mouth as you're putting the pill in there. Yeah, you shouldn't have to work for this at all. I shouldn't even have to open my mouth. You shouldn't have to. That's a lot of work. But we're going to have to ask one thing of you, and that's to open your mouth. Uh, so we can get this Seriously? thing down your gullet. Yeah. i got to open my mouth? Well, then you have to swallow, too. Oh, my gosh! Two things. You've got to do That's not how things. this was sold. I know. God. I know. No, seriously, that's where we're at. <laughs> it is. It really is. And again, it wasn't that long ago. It really wasn't. No. That it wasn't even legal in this nation to obtain the abortion pill. <clears throat> it was a French and European thing, and we were like, wow, have they gone off the rails. And you couldn't even import it into the United States. Now look where we are. Wow. Not only can you have it anytime you want, we'll mail it right to you. You don't even have to go to the doctor. That is just unbelievable. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Well, I mean, in this pandemic era, <clears throat> you wouldn't want to have to go to the doctor's office or to a pharmacy to get your abortion pill, right? Because a lot of people can't even travel during this time. There's travel bans. Hello. So I don't even want to have to open my mouth. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Go to a doctor. Stop it. Silly. That's yeah, really silly. All right. Uh, coming up, got some. Uh, uh, Great information about how uh, male serial rape rapists could be going to female prisons. Uh, so that's some interesting, fun-filled news. Well, that sounds good. Warned about uh, in the beginning of this. Wait, who could have seen this coming? Um, everybody. Mm-hmm. Pretty much anybody. <laughs> anybody who looked could have seen it coming. <laughs> and now here it is. It's, it's coming. So congratulations. More Pat Gray Unleashed uh, coming up. Beware, Pat Gray is unleashed. It's time again to talk on the radio and TV. MTV stuff. Isn't that why you got into broadcasting, Pat? To yes, be on to be TV? on TV oh, every minute, yes. every day. You know it, Keith. Oh, right. <laughs> Absolutely. That was my dream as a kid, too. Mm-hmm. I, was if I could in, only be on TV. I'd lay in bed at night, Pat. I would mm-hmm. tune in AM stations from around the globe and i just loved it and you just think and i thought one day being on radio is not enough no also gotta be visual it's also gotta be i've gotta be on tv i want to worry what i look like every (laughs) every minute every minute of while i'm doing my thing on the radio yes yeah you and me both my friend 
Uh, got some tweets here. Courier for Christ tweets, immunized, euthanized, eh, tomato, tomato. Same thing, yeah. <laughs> Let's call the whole thing off. John Polk tweets, uh, so if wearing a single mask is ineffective, wouldn't wearing two masks be doubly ineffective? Yes. <laughs> I would say yes. And maybe dangerous. I, th- I bet you they're going to find out one day, very soon. Yeah, it's really dangerous that you're causing all kinds of people got all all kinds of black lung from this and mm-hmm. mold growing in their nose and who knows <laughs> wow what else is gonna happen wipe it out every now yeah, and you then. got black mold in both your nostrils and oh black, wait that's the stuff that they wow. remove from houses right yeah yeah it's in my nose it's in your nose what how yeah. did that happen <laughs> I did everything the good Dr. Fauci said. Did you double mask? Yes. Yeah, that's what happened. Well, that's what I happened. I even wore a mask so. in the shower like MSNBC suggested. Or in the swimming pool like we saw from that oh my God. buffoon last week. <laughs> and, and they've already, you know, asthmatics have already talked about how their breathing is horrific in the past year. Right. So it's already a thing. Absolutely. Pathead Starfish tweets, if only they could pay a group of people to protect those city streets. <laughs> you know, like like in Portland. Yeah, what would what would you call a group like that to I don't say? Know. Like uh, say you wanted to, I guess, police an area of a of hmm. a town. What would you call that group? You could. What if you just called them police? What if you did? What if you? That doesn't really have a ring to it. Law enforcement officers. Uh, it's a little wordy. Uh, yeah, it is. But I mean, it, it gets to the point. Yeah. I, I don't know. We'll get back to. It. Poseidon tweets. Uh, don't forget. In the Portland, in that Portland election, it was either Wheeler or that Antifa woman. That's right. Portland was doomed either way. Huh. Yeah, Portland's got an issue right now. Couple issues. A uh-huh. Couple of issues. Yeah. Rants out loud. Aft <laughs> tweets. Can this kid stop singing through his nose? Uh, that's right. Mm. That was something. I, what was he doing with that? Uh it was bad. Whatever it okay, was. Okay. So when he gets, uh, this is an honest question. When he gets back to school today after his, you know, 15 minutes of fame this weekend, mm-hmm. is he going to be praised by his classmates who think that was the coolest thing? Yeah. Or in a sane world, get his butt kicked? I'm just hoping that they don't recognize him <laughs> and then he won't have to worry about it. Uh, Tyler at Relentless Daring tweets, idolatry doesn't exist in a post-religious world. That kid with the Dr. Fauci song is evidence to the contrary. I'm kidding. It's no really something. Kidding. All right, 888-900-3393. This happened last week, but uh, I really wanted to share this because it is one of the most moronic conversations ever heard on national television. Hmm. This is on MSNBC late last week. Joy Reid was talking with the panel that she had on. Uh, Part of that panel was Rutgers University Associate Professor Brittany Cooper, and they are babbling... Some of the dumbest things you can possibly imagine. Oh, no. Listen to this. Micaiah. Uh, so this is all about, of course, the shooting of um, Micaiah Bryant, who was, who was killed as she was about to stab another black woman. Okay? Keep that in mind. She was about to stab another black woman. Micaiah, uh, Micaiah Bryant. Where, where people are already flipping from, mm-hmm. I have compassion for George Floyd's family to, yeah, mm-hmm. but that one, she, was, she deserved to die. What? <laughs> you know, she, she, she deserved to die. Who has said she deserved to die? Nobody said that. 
what they did say was she was about to kill another person, potentially. She was about to try to take another life. So did she deserve it? Uh, or just did it justify the shooting? That's what we're saying. We're not saying she deserved one thing or another. We're just saying that made a lot of sense that the cop chose to stop her I before mean, she stabbed someone else. It was either her or her victim right. that was going to die that day. Right. I mean, that is just so moronic. I just want to let right. you talk about that. <laughs> okay, go ahead. You know, look, the argument for our movements has never uh -huh. been that black people have to be perfect in order for them to deserve dignity, perfect. for us to have good policing, mm -hmm. for us to be viewed with humanity, mm -hmm. for cops to take a breath before they literally get out of the car guns blazing. So that's... <laughs> okay, he did not get out of the car guns blazing. He was not shooting as he got out of the car. He ran up on the situation uh, he assessed the situation, and he acted completely appropriately. I mean, unbelievably appropriately, I would say. Uh, but then he he did find somebody who wasn't acting perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this. She's right about the fact that Micaiah Bryant was trying to stab someone, and that is not a perfect action. Okay, that's not the action of a perfect person. I'll grant you that. The first, right? Th oh. This is never what the argument for the movement for black lives has been, is that you just get to kill black people, particularly when they're not being perfect. Particularly when they're not being perfect. I can't. There's kind of a wide chasm. There's a chasm between perfection and uh, stabbing someone in the chest, <laughs> which she was aiming for, it seemed. Uh, and who, who knows how many times she would have stabbed the, the woman. Uh, and then the argument would have been, why didn't the guy do something? Why didn't the cop shoot her? Exactly. Do something. He didn't care about the black life. That black life didn't matter That's to him. What it would so have been. he just let that woman stab her you when he could have win. shot her. You cannot win. Acting perfect is the alternative to what... I mean, <laughs> nobody's saying Micaiah Bryant had to be perfect. How about this? She just doesn't try to stab someone. She'd be alive today if she doesn't try to stab someone. There would have been no reason for that cop to shoot her, and he wouldn't have. I guarantee you that. If she wasn't trying to stab the other black woman, uh, she'd be alive today. Yep. I think about how perfect, as Reverend Sharpton just said, we go again. the prosecution perfect. had perfect. to be in order to get the conviction for George Floyd. It had to be impeccable. They had to leave no stone unturned. And if that is the standard, then no mm. black person is really, truly going to be safe if we cannot be having a bad day. If we so her argument was that the defense for or the prosecution for uh, um, in the George Floyd trial of Derek Chauvin. They did a good job. And so that has to be the standard now yeah. for lawyers or for prosecutors <clears throat> when they're prosecuting cops. They have to do a good, uh, good job of prosecuting them. Uh, <laughs> what? Is that, is that what you're saying? You're trying to make sense here. That it's... It's yeah, I am. I'm so trying to make sense. What of have this. I? What have I told Nonsensical. you? Nonsensical. Yeah, Don't you, do it. There's, just, there's no way to make sense of <laughs> it. Cannot defend ourselves when we think we are going to get jumped. If we call the cops and they can't show up and tell mm. who the victim is and who the perpetrators are, and they can't use their training to adjudicate mm. regular old everyday community conflict.
But beyond all of that, beyond all of that, what are we going to do about the way that we don't understand black girls as girls? Mm. Makaya Bryant was a child like Tamir Rice was a child. And the way that she has been talked about as this, you know, because she was a big girl. Right. And so people just see her as the aggressor. They don't see her humanity. No, it, was, it wasn't the bigness of her. <laughs> it was not her size, I promise you. What could it have it possibly was, been, Pat? Could it have been the knife in her right hand? Oh, could it have been look the at knife you. What a that stretch. made her the aggressor? Okay. As she raised a knife trying to stab someone, that's what made me think she was the aggressor. I didn't care about her size. Uh-huh. Yeah. They have adultified her. We've turned black girls her. into grown women before they even are able to vote. Uh, and then you wow, know, and are is... unable to see them as children. And so I have watched folks across the political spectrum really defend this and say and empathize with the officer, say that he didn't have any other set of choices. Wow. I, well, I don't know what his other choice was. Yeah, he could. I guess it was to let her stab uh, the other black woman. Well, he could have called a, uh, uh, a community uh, a representative. What is, what is the thing? A community service worker. Right, I mean mm, that, that's mm-hmm. the plan in Minneapolis. Like a social worker. Social worker. Social, Just call you. a social worker. Yeah, they would defuse he the situation. He could have said, "Hey, excuse me, Makaya, could you just hold that position for a second? Yeah. I'm getting our I'm getting our social worker on the line. All right, and uh, she should be here in an hour and a half, ninety minutes tops. Uh, what? So if you could just hold that hold. I'm trying to just hang on a sec. I'm trying. I'm trying to stab someone. I know. Here. I just like you to hang on till the social worker gets here. And we can talk you through this as the child that you are. All right. Um. Okay. All right. Good. Yeah, that Thank would you. totally worked. Thank you. <laughs> These people are insane. So stupid. Just- That's as butt stupid a conversation as I've ever heard. Unbelievable. Wow. I mean, there's. There again, there is a pretty big difference between perfection and stabbing someone. I mean, it's a thin <laughs> line. It's, it's tough. really not in it's, the heat of battle. It's really not in the heat of the moment. Yeah, it's, it's not a thin line. Yeah, and when a when a cop rolls up on a situation where somebody is stabbing another, I'm pretty confident in the fact that the person trying to stab the other person is going to get shot because hmm. cops are sworn to protect. Uh, others they serve and protect that's what they do it's kind of the job description so uh i think that's that true happened. yeah it is it really is true and would have happened no matter the race of any of the people involved and again i think it's amazing that the cop did not shoot the the guy who yeah. was kicking the woman in the face uh that's that's pretty amazing because that was not a life or death situation right the other was and you see these, there's a couple of videos uh, on YouTube that have been out there for years of black community organizers who go through the police training, you know, and, mm-hmm. and they're, they're given, you know, a weapon and a hostage situation or, you know, who's the threat, you know. And Quan LX actually uh, went through that. I'm went, just thinking and, that. and he had a newfound respect. It is a sight to behold. We have to find this video and post it. Uh, he, he, he had a new it. respect for right. police officers because he was always on the side of uh, whoever the officers were arresting. Always. <clears throat> and then he went through the training and he realized, oh my gosh, they've got no time to sort through all the chaos <clears throat> and make the right decision. There's like no time. And he he was the guy who said this. A cat can give birth to kittens in an oven. That don't make them biscuits. Right? And That's the guy. <laughs> and yet... 
<laughs> Despite statements like that, he understood, yeah, the cops have a tough job. Yep. And he started babbling about them a little bit less uh, than he had in the past. Yeah. We will post that later today at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. You got to see this. It's 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 a fascinating uh, a turn for Quan LX. Sure is. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Let me tell you about Scoremaster. If you've got some iffy credit, you know maybe your credit score is just average. Um, there's something you can do about that. You can improve your credit score, and you can improve it a lot quickly. The average American has 97 points they can add to their credit score. 97 points, but they have no idea how to get them. Well, ScoreMaster does because it's not credit repair. It's credit science, and it helps you get your points fast. The average ScoreMaster user adds 61 points in 20 days or less. And when you get them fast, you can save a fortune before applying for a loan or a credit card. So do this first. And then go apply or refi your home or whatever. You'll get a better rate on it, and you're going to save a lot of money. ScoreMaster is also great for business owners who use their credit score to finance their business. And it's great for mortgage brokers who need an edge and love to get their clients better deals. ScoreMaster, it's really great for everyone. And it even shows you the scoring consequences of spending too much or what happens to you if you have identity theft. Nobody else does what ScoreMaster does. Enroll in just minutes. They'll show you how many plus points you can add to your credit score and just how fast you can get them. Visit scoremaster.com slash pat. That's scoremaster.com slash pat. Pat Gray. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. This is interesting information I've never heard before. <laughs> Never heard of this. California, oh, by the way, we're going to we're gonna play the opposite of the interview you just heard okay. from MSNBC and Joy Reid and the Rutgers professor. Mm. That was an example of absolute butt stupidity. Uh, but we have the opposite of that coming up here in a few minutes with a uh, cop talking about the Chauvin trial on the BBC. Yeah. We'll get to that in uh, just a few minutes. But the California National Guard members <clears throat> say a fighter jet was put on standby for a, quote, possible domestic mission, unquote, <clears throat> last year, raising concerns that the military could be used to disperse protesters in the early days of the coronavirus pandemic. Hmm. Uh-oh. Four National Guard sources spoke to the LA Times about the matter, revealing that commanders were concerned about resistance to stay-at-home orders. <clears throat> they were worried about people reacting to the lockdown or chaos due to panic buying. All right. So you put an F-15 fighter jet on notice. Get ready. Rev up the engines. Yeah. Have the pilots standing by. Yeah. We, need, we may need a mission to uh, Kroger. Wait, the Kroger mission? The Kroger. What about that yeah, Costco on, line that stretched down the block? It's possible we'll could've, go there, too. Could have buzzed Maybe them. Maybe hit both those places. Were they going to bomb these people? Right? <laughs> what are they going to... Were they going to strafe them? What are they doing? Yeah, I mean, they have a big, giant megaphone, right? <laughs> they could probably lean out the side of a <laughs> helicopter, too. Yeah, you, them, you no, probably could. No more toilet paper today, y'all. Go home. Break it up. 
<laughs> Break it up. But notice, notice the, but the no. these fighter jets weren't on standby for domestic unrest in the cities <clears throat> as they burned to the ground. No, no, isn't that fascinating? It was the lockdown, and it was panic buying <laughs> that they were concerned with. I'm getting my Kroger points. Not Stop it. panic looting. <laughs> panic buying. Right. Yeah, I want to purchase some toilet paper here. Um, Whoa. Ooh, wow. Oh, oh, oh. Whoa. Why aren't you uh, just breaking my windows and taking it? <laughs> you see that bird right there? <laughs> That's coming for you. It's coming in because you want toilet paper today. So according to these sources, the F-15C fighter was put on alert, which raised concerns among guard members that the jet could be used to buzz crowds. Okay, they're just maybe going to buzz the crowd. They were going to fire missiles at them or strafe them. (laughs) A tactic often used in combat zones to disperse the enemy. Remember, that's what we said could have happened perhaps in the Benghazi situation. Mm -hmm. If nothing else, just have a, a, a buzz by because it's impressive when you fly low like that and it makes a lot of noise and it shakes things up and maybe disperses a crowd. <laughs> the what? orders were allegedly handed down orally or through text messages rather than formally in writing, which made them highly unusual. The guard members described such a tactic as an inappropriate use of military force against U.S. citizens. Huh, you think? <laughs> Where are you getting that? Inappropriate and I don't know, unconstitutional. What a outside the box thought. Yeah, I know. Using our military against our citizens. <laughs> because seems like there's something about that in <laughs> an important document somewhere. <laughs> because we're in line for paper products? <laughs> I mean, you got people screaming about using the National Guard on the border as Posse comatitis. That's posse comatitis. But this, not a mention, not a, a peep out of anybody about it until now, almost a year later. We've got four sources Wow, on the record saying <clears throat> yeah. that this was, they had the this engines is, on. Yeah. They had, they had the F-15C on standby, ready to go. It was on alert, which I believe means the engines are going. Which, as we saw, in uh, which was a documentary, quite frankly, mm-hmm. the the Benghazi movie, right, right. Where, yeah. where they showed the plane sitting on the mm-hmm. ships, just mm-hmm. quietly sitting there, and then they told them to stand down. Um, <clears throat> it would have been a completely illegal order that disgraced the military. One source told the L.A. Times, "It could look like we're threatening citizens." Yeah, <laughs> what? Yeah, I, I kind of, yeah, kind of could look like that. That's something that would happen in the Soviet Union, wow. another source told the, the uh, Times sources, who spoke on condition of anonymity because they feared retaliation from superiors. I bet our military is used to combat foreign aggressors. <clears throat> yeah, that's kind of the intent of it, actually. Yeah. Uh, the California National Guard didn't return uh, their requests from Fox News for comment. Lieutenant Colonel Jonathan Sharoma Spokesperson for the California Guard denied the reports, telling the Times, we don't use our planes to frighten or intimidate civilians. Mm. I would hope that's the case. For how much longer, though? Four of them said you were about to, though. The National Guard was used heavily over the past year, first deploying during nationwide protests following George Floyd. 
the George Floyd incident, that in, then again in D.C., and after the deadly riot, the deadly riot at the U.S. Capitol on January 6th. Yeah, one of the rioters was dead. Nobody else was killed in that uh, situation. People died, but they were not killed. And I can't believe that they continue to get away with saying five people were killed. No. No. Five people died. Only one of them was killed. Some states even deployed their National Guard units ahead of events such as the presidential debates. The use of the Guard, these Guard units in each case stirred strong debate with some states refusing to use them over concerns that it was a heavy-handed response. You think? However, others, including uh, former President Donald Trump, criticized Democrat mayors and governors for refusing to use the Guard to handle riots and looting during the summer, which, you know, may have been appropriate. Somebody should have at least deployed police to stop the looters. How about that? Let's start with the police. Uh, But to have an F-15C potentially be used against American citizens, that's not, uh, as I said, that's not appropriate. That's just not appropriate. Well, is it appropriate on double coupon Wednesdays? Because that's when you got a, a, a convergence of. The is pandemic, it also on the, sale as well as the double coupons? It's on coupons? sale. It's panic buying. Yeah. It's double coupons. Yeah, then crowds. It's, then it's appropriate. And, you know, as yeah. uh, Soul Asylum said in, in, in a famous is, song. is Yeah, what did Soul Asylum say? Well, nothing attracts a crowd like a crowd, Pat. Okay. So so I think mm. that's, you know, you got to call in all resources available to you. Is toilet paper on sale under these uh So toilet paper's on scenario? sale. Okay. okay. Yeah. It's a and double, double coup- coupon. coupon with a, yeah. And double points. I think you need tanks in that situation as well. So that's Not, a tank. I think you need ground troops. Okay. And heavy, heavy artillery. Okay. Uh, in addition to the F-15s. Now, I think what complicated matters in this particular situation was mm-hmm. that it was the same... Same day they had the buy two boxes of cereal, get a free gallon of milk. Oh, geez. And so I could see where the crowd control was necessary. Yeah. I mean, that's that's sheer panic buying right there. I mean, it's poor planning by Kroger. It's not good. Honestly. No, it's not good. And uh, maybe the CIA should be visiting uh, the head of Kroger. Talk, have a little chat about that. <laughs> This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Some tweets here uh, from Tobin for Pope campaign. <laughs> the police officer didn't need to call a social worker before engaging the suspect, but he should have called Cardinal Tobin. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Cardinal Joe Tobin of yeah. New York? Yeah, yeah, That's the one. <laughs> He's the decider. Uh, they make me want to hurl tweets. If things got out of hand, those National Guard jets were just going to fly by and shoot him in the leg, I'm sure. (laughs) Yeah, with a 50 cal, that would be pretty... uh, Yeah, it'd be fine, I'm sure. I'm sure it wouldn't hurt much as your leg flies off your body. Uh, Carl Smith tweets, if serious side effects from COVID vaccines arise in the next few years... Will the left suddenly blame President Trump for his reckless disregard of science, releasing a vaccine before appropriate, of course, mm-hmm. before appropriate testing? Yes. Todd Curtis, uh, th- there is a difference between people buying toilet paper and people rioting and burning city blocks. Yeah. 
Are we sure about that, though? Yeah, yeah. yeah so Are we sure? a proportional response would be to strafe the crowd at the Kroger. <laughs> yes, at the uh, at the buying, at the panic yeah. buying yeah. location. Yeah. Yeah, Kroger or Costco, wherever they're out of control buying a lot of products, the especially Tom, paper products. Yeah, and the Tom Thumb crowd gets a little crazy in the parking lot if you're not careful. So I can they see sure that. They sure do. Yeah, absolutely. All right, we promised you uh, the opposite interview than the, that you heard from MSNBC, Joy Reid, and uh, that professor, associate professor from Rutgers, which was one of the dumbest <laughs> conversations in the history of television. Yeah. Uh, here is a guy, former former police officer Brandon Tatum, Yeah. on the BBC talking about the Chauvin verdict. I'm sure that the BBC thought, all right, we've got a black cop here. <laughs> Man, he's going to lay into uh, what just happened. And here's what happened for real. I can speak now to Brandon Tatum, a former police officer and Thoughts. founder and CEO of the Officer Tatum. Thank you very officer much for coming on the program. Tatum. My pleasure. So we're going to talk about lots of the wider issues just in a moment. But first of all, just wanted to get your reaction to the conviction. Mm. Well, first of all, I think most of what I heard on the broadcast all the way here is confusing to me. Um, I think we're living in the twilight zone. This conviction, in my personal opinion, did nothing for our country. I mean, people are, are living a lie. Thank you. I mean, this is one police officer, one person in the community. They found him guilty. This was the swiftest justice I ever seen in my life. The day after the film came out, he was arrested. Um, he was tried. Ten hours of deliberation, he was convicted. I, I'm not I'm not really sure why people are acting like this. Mon this is monumental. Also, he did not get a fair trial. In my personal opinion, there was a lot of obstruction mm. that happened. They paid the family out 27 million before the jury could be selected. I mean, mm. they're going to have a case in appeal. So I, I, I don't know why people are celebrating and I don't know why this is such mm. a big focal point other than people are making money off of the pain of people in our country. So wow. How surprised is this BBC <laughs> reporter now? <laughs> He's like, wait, I thought we were going to hear from this guy what a racist country the United States of America is. He's not saying that at all. No, this is good stuff. Yeah, this man. is this is pissing him off. All right, let's see. Lead to some of the things that happened around the trial, which now that there is a conviction, I think we should probably park that. But secondly, you're upset that there's a amalgamation here of a wider sense of a landmark case and this one specific court case. Yeah, this is not a landmark case. I think people are this is a political agenda. They're pushing lies nice. in our country. Policing in America is not inherently racist. We don't live in a racist country. Thank this was you. an interaction between a police officer wow. that I thought did the wrong thing and a black man who was on drugs high resisting arrest <laughs> and ended up being killed by that police officer. That's as simple as it can be. The president of the United States got out and, and made a fool of himself trying to promote <laughs> racism in a simple uh, police encounter wow. that the officer got convicted on. So you, re you, re you, reject, you, re wow. you reject President Biden's comments about systemic racism and it being a stain on the whole uh, uh, nation. Yeah. Yes, President Biden is an idiot in my personal opinion, <laughs> and he's just talking because he's a politician. Nice. Systemic racism. I mean, if you look at Joe Biden himself, 
you know, he he spoke at a Ku Klux Klan member's funeral and did the eulogy. Thank you. Of Robert Byrd. Yes. I mean, he is white Thank supremacy you. and racism. If you if you want to want to say that is the case. And now he's the president. So if he really cared about white supremacy and racism, he should step down as the president because he's an <laughs> exemplification of that very thing. These people are just running their mouth and they're not being honest. Yeah, we it. don't have a, pr- a problem with racism in our country. We have a problem with people not following the law. We also have a yeah. problem with politicians making up things so they can get reelected, yes. and that's exactly what has been happening that's why you never see anything change wow. they're lying to us so the rate of people being <laughs> killed by police is the rate is higher amongst black people than amongst the rest of the population what do you how that's do you not, account for that is if that isn't a systemic racism problem yeah, that's not, first of all, that's not true. Twice as many white people go killed by police every Thank year. You. Twice as many white people are killed unarmed by police every year. You just don't see it. There's a gentleman named Tony Temper. I guarantee you, anybody watching wow. me have no idea Good who gosh. Tony Temper is. Tony Temper was murdered in the same fashion that George Floyd was killed. But because he right. was white, we don't hear about it and nobody cares about it. Nobody's talking about police reform when he was suffocated and killed. But they only wow. talk about it because George Floyd is black. Black people commit over half of violent crimes in this country and only okay. make up 13% of the population. They commit um, <laughs> over half of the murders in this Stop country. Stop for a second. Only... <laughs> this is unbelievable. Uh-huh. This is one of the greatest moments in the history of television. <laughs> 20 minutes ago, we had one of the worst. Mm-hmm. This is one of the greatest moments in the history of broadcast TV. This guy is informed, brave, bold, and, and is just unabashedly saying it like it is. There is a guest booking producer at the BBC right now that is hearing in oh their gosh. ear who booked this man. For because sure. if you go to yeah. Officer Tatum's Twitter profile and just look at one or two of his tweets, you know where he stands on this stuff. Somebody didn't... They, didn't do the homework. Somebody literally said, oh, there's a black guy who used to be a police yeah. officer. I bet he hates America. Yeah. Book him. Nope, you got the wrong guy for that. <laughs> we need to talk to this guy. Yeah. Let's see if we can get him on. Okay. Uh, th- this is impressive because he's got, he has the information and he's dispensing it. <laughs> A lot of people have the information. They just refuse to dispense it. They're afraid to. Uh, but the the courage of this guy to say what he's saying is pretty amazing because mm. he's going against... He's he's completely going against the grain, and and I think I, I want to say kudos to the BBC guy for just letting him talk. Yeah, but I think he's just shell shocked. I he think has he no is. idea what to say anyhow. I think he is. Uh, uh, let's and park he's, that. Uh, he's trying to. He's trying to. <laughs> well, yeah, but disproportionately, the you know, the disproportionately, <laughs> the, the but black people are, are killed at higher rates. Well, and then he explains that. <laughs> Unbelievable. All right, let's see the rest of this. Make up 13% of the population, and we can agree that 13% of the population aren't the criminals. There's only a small fraction of the black community that's doing this. So that explains why police are in the black communities more, and that explains why black people mm. are incarcerated more. They are wow. making up lies saying that it has anything to do with racism. Do you understand that there's black police officers, too, that patrol <laughs> in many of these majority black uh-huh. cities? Are they racist? No, that's not the case. They're just making these things up, in my personal opinion, and they're riding a wave of dead black people in order to make money and be politically um, and get political leverage. 
Brandon Tatum, thank you so much for coming <laughs> on and talking to us. Thank you. <laughs> Goodbye. All right, we're actually done with you now. Uh, thank you for coming on, and uh, we'll never talk to you again. <laughs> that was fantastic. Uh, that felt yeah. good, right? Yeah, that was fantastic. That felt good. I like that guy. Mm-hmm. Wow. I'll reach out to him. Yeah. Uh, amazing. I'd like to, I, I would love to see the aftermath. Uh, of the scorched earth at mm-hmm. BBC, <laughs> I'd love to yeah. love to see the the wasteland. Yeah, if you see any updated <laughs> LinkedIn profiles today that uh, say former <laughs> guest booker for BBC, <laughs> yeah. yeah, former producer <laughs> yeah. at uh, BBC, who's ever show that guy yeah. is, I was doing. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, all right, got uh, got this from Pathead uh, Jason Gansler sent us this this is from a local church in his area uh where he lives in bellingham washington yeah he says the branch covidians are strong here uh they've got a they get a list of commandments oh it's the 10 commandments of uh, going to church there right sort of uh number one thou shalt have fun and keep thine neighbor safe oh, commandment number two thou shalt check thy temperature Really? <laughs> Another completely ineffective tool that we've been told is completely meaningless. Because what, 30% or 35% of people even have fevers who get COVID-19. So uh, you could be admitting people into your establishment uh, who don't have a fever but do have COVID-19. And really, at the beginning of this, it was like everybody has everybody who gets a fever has COVID-19. Or if you don't have a fever, you don't have COVID-19. Neither turned out to be the case. Commandment number three. Thou shalt wash thy hands and keepest thy hands to thyself. Oh, right. Ridiculous. Stupid. Number four. Thou shalt coverest thy face. Uh, Number five. Thou shalt not shaketh the hand nor embrace thy neighbor's body. (laughs) Six. Thou shalt not endanger thyself if thou art in a high-risk category. They think this is the cutest thing. Yeah, they, th- they, they do. It's so funny. They do. <laughs> uh, seven, thou shalt not attendeth with fever, cough, nor sore throat. Thou doest testify thou hast not embodied symptoms for more than a fortnight, 14 days. Because nobody uses that term in the United States We should bring it back, though. Uh, or not. Or not. (laughs) It's a game, right? Number nine. Thou doest further testify thou hast not fellowshipped with another who hast shown symptoms or been diagnosed with COVID-19. And ten, yea, verily, if thou showest symptoms whilst here, thou wilt let a staff person knoweth. That's just stupidity. I mean, really? Is that what you're wasting your time with at, at your church, at the place of worship? That... I'm going to the guy who says, get out. That's the guy I'm going to go see. I love that guy. Yeah. They, 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 they visited him again. Whoa, really? Yeah. An update since the last time we Ye- talked about him? Yes. Oh. Uh, they went to his place, worship, I believe it was just this weekend. It was on Sunday. And they showed up with some papers this time. 
and uh, he was not pleased. I just wanted to be able to come today and then at least explain the order, serve the order, and then we can stand at the back. No, you can contact. Can no, 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 no. You can contact my lawyer. Okay, my lawyer takes care of this. I'm not interested to listen to any word you have to say. I do not cooperate with the Gestapo. I do not talk to the Nazis. You came in your uniforms like thugs. That's what you are. Yes. Brown shirts of Adolf Hitler. You are Nazi, Gestapo, communist, fascist. I do not cooperate with Nazis. Talk to my lawyer. You're not allowed here. You're not welcomed here. And I'm not going to cooperate with Gestapo like you, okay? So is that fair okay. enough for you? Okay. Talk to my lawyer. To, I just wanted to explain a little bit about the order. I'm not interested. I'm not interested in talking. Talk you see, you see, this is what the Gestapo is doing. You coming to you coming mm -hmm. to the place of worship to intimidate mm -hmm. and to harass. So you can make an appointment, lady. Listen to me. You can make an appointment another day. You Gestapo! This is great stuff because I think what he's most pissed off by is the fact that they keep showing up on Sunday. Why are you doing this on Sunday? Great point. It's our day of worship. Of course. Okay, this is the day we're here to worship the Lord. And this is the day you show up with your with your court orders. Wow. I didn't think of that. Absolutely. Both times. Both times we've seen it's been Sunday. And that's what's really got him. And and I don't I don't blame him. Another day! <laughs> Not this day! Mm -hmm. Not this day! Okay. Not during okay. the church! Okay. You understand? Make an appointment! Okay! <laughs> <It's great>. okay. <laughs> so go! <laughs> and they do. Electron, have a good day. <laughs> you are sick. Yeah. That's what you are. They are. Yeah. And rightfully so, you change your uniforms to black because you're exactly <laughs> acting like the Gestapo of old. He's yelling at them as they're leaving the premises. <laughs> Sickening <laughs> what this country came to. Mm. Coming to the place of worship you, with right. their uniform, you, with their guns, again, mm -hmm. again, again. Yep. during the time of worship. They could do it another time. They could do it another day. Right. No, they are following the orders of the Führer, Hitler, <laughs> communists. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Wicked, evil people. Wicked, evil people. Unbelievable. <laughs> Is she yelling something about put your mask on or something? Uh, something, yeah. She's still yelling at him. Yeah, uh, but... They left. That's how you do it. And it's interesting that he's not been arrested. He must be on pretty solid footing here, legally, even in Canada, because he's ordering them off the premises, and they do leave, rather than wrestle him to the ground and arrest him, which you could see happening under these circumstances, but they don't. So, yeah, he must be onto something here. He knows he's on legal ground, and, and he told him, talk to my lawyer, and talk to my lawyer on another day. Make an appointment for, I don't know, Wednesday. How about that? Wednesday at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, show up here, we'll have a discussion. Mm. And I think that's pretty pretty reasonable. You don't show up on Sunday when church is about to happen. Yeah, but a lot of churches have Wednesday services, you know, so yeah, uh, yeah. So let's do it for, uh, right. for, let's go with Friday. Okay, Friday's well, no, hold fine. Hold on a second. No, a lot of churches no. do weekend. They do Friday, Saturday, Sunday services. So, okay. I mean, you've got... Uh, Tuesday? How about Monday? 
Any any church oh, services on Monday? I got a thing on Monday. Okay. And Tuesday yeah. and Thursday. So that makes So never sense. come back again, y'all. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> Do we have her? No. Uh the thanks it's, chick. It's uh it's yeah. buried away. Okay. Rob has the key to the vault of, of old videos. She's great. Uh all right. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. And it Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Um Looks like uh, the president, President Biden, may be inviting climate migrants to the United States now. Uh, he may provide immigration <laughs> rights and citizenship to many foreign climate migrants who claim they're being displaced by climate change. Uh, on Tuesday, the Associated Press noted last week, no nation offers asylum or other legal protections to people displaced specifically because of climate change. I can't take it. President Joe Biden's administration is studying the idea, and climate migration is expected to be discussed at its first climate uh, summit. I don't know if they did discuss it, but they expected to uh, talk about it. He issued an executive order on February 4th, ordering National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan to produce a report by August 3rd on, quote, planning for the impact of climate change on migration, unquote, including options for protecting and resettling climate change displaced persons. <laughs> uh, then Refugees International announced the formation of an expert task force on climate change and migration in response to the same executive order. Referring to the climate crisis, Earlier, uh, Secretary of State Anthony Blinken asserted that climate changes are fueling the surge of migrants from Guatemala, El Salvador, and Honduras. That's currently overwhelming our resources. Really? It's climate change? What, what has happened in those areas, Guatemala, El Salvador, and Honduras, that is causing people to, to walk all the way to the United States as a result? Um, weather? Yeah. Like what? Kind of weather, I'm, I'm wondering. You know, there's no weather uh, arrangement in the United States for people who come here seeking asylum for the weather. <laughs> Nobody, it's, that's really not a thing. We don't offer asylum because of the weather. I, I, don't, I don't know if you're aware of that. I, I, I would just love <laughs> to be a fly on the wall in some of these liberal think tank meetings where they say, we got to connect climate change <laughs> to migration yeah how do we do this yeah yeah how do we do that what if we say that these are climate refugees what Ooh. if we say that write that down climate, climate refugees. refugees that's a good one that's a good yeah, one come on yeah. people let's go keep going yeah because they've had hurricanes yes yes write down we got to mm -hmm. reference hurricanes there have been floods floods put that in the press uh -huh. release what else mm -hmm. what else is going on come on people uh, and i think there was an earthquake somewhere the earthquake yes earthquake. but earthquake change? yeah climate? earthquakes are tied to climate change totally he's bet right. they are he's right yeah climate, that one part down. of the climate chaos mm -hmm. the climate emergency yeah Nevertheless, none of the 40 world leaders that Biden invited to the climate summit are from the Northern Triangle, a region encompassing uh, Guatemala, El Salvador, and Honduras. Still, Mexican President Andres Obrador <laughs> proposed a reforestation deal during the climate event uh, to cool. curb migration to the U.S. in exchange for work visas and eventually citizenship for Mexicans and Central Americans. So, I see. So... If we give the people who are already here visas and citizenship, 
then he will try to help curb the migration to the U.S. <laughs> help us. They're they're holding us hostage. Yeah. Oh, in other words, uh-huh. yeah, we're being blackmailed. Mm-hmm. Specifically, he proposed that the U.S. offer temporary work visas and eventually citizenship to those who take part in a massive tree planting program the president wants to expand from Mexico to Central America. Oh. Uh, He said the Biden administration could finance the job-creating program's extension to the Northern Triangle, a significant source of the influx of migrants. So we can go ahead and finance it. Not the the Biden administration, I mean, can finance it. Hmm. With what money? Does the Biden administration have their own pool of cash that they just uh, refer to? Mm. O- Obama did. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Remember that? And Obama money. Yeah, you got a stash of cash. <clears throat> um, but, Pat, the trade-off here <laughs> is the influx of people from these countries will enrich our nation so much. Mm-hmm. That it will more than offset oh, this cost. Okay. The, co- the cost of doing nothing, come on. <laughs> is Pat. far higher. Sure. Is far, far higher. You're right. You're right. Lopez Obrador said the Biden administration could finance it. He said, I add a complimentary proposal. With all due respect, the U.S. government could offer those who participate in this program that after sowing their lands for three consecutive years, they would have the possibility to obtain a temporary work visa. And after another three or four years, they could obtain residency in the United States or dual nationality. Oh, well, that's... I, I love that Obrador is offering up <laughs> citizenship in the United States uh, to people in Mexico, Guatemala, Honduras, and El Salvador. That's well, great. Yeah. And, that's great. And I'm sure on the agenda for Obrador is uh, changing... Mexico's immigration laws, right? Oh, I'm sure. It just doesn't happen to be anywhere Hmm? in this article. Oh, shoot. Uh, There's a character limit. You uh, know, you only get so much room below the fold. Yeah, it's like Twitter. It's like you're limited to 3,000 words and you can't possibly get Mexico's plan in here in that amount of of words. So, yeah, no, there's never anything expected of Mexico or El Salvador or... Uh, Guatemala or Honduras. Except for now, they're going to plant some trees. So then that should get them. That should grant them U.S. citizenship. (laughs) Good God. This is ridiculous. Trees for citizenship. Uh huh. In the most (laughs) uh, awesome nation to ever exist. Huh. That's what it's come to. That seems like a nice trade off. Congratulations, everybody. All right. 888 933 93. Use that number tomorrow. And uh, we'll talk to you then here on Pat Gray Unleashed.